it's your bro Rome here for WKNC, and I'd like to welcome you back in the Hoodat Lounge. We got a couple special guests in the studio today. Hey. A band on the rise, Dot What's Wave good? Media. What's good? How you doing, Rome? Doing pretty good, guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. I'll let y'all uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves and how you contribute to the band. Okay. I guess I'll start. My name is Joe, and I play guitar, sing, rap, and do like keyboard sometimes. And what's your artist's name? Joe Pippins. My name is Sonny Miles. I play drums. I, as of late, I've started mastering. <laughs> um, do some production too. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah, and and sing and rhyme. Oh and yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. These bars, of course. Uh, what's up? My name's Renzo Suburban, and I'm a producer and vocalist in Dot Wave. Uh, my name's Wes Monterey. I play guitars live. I produce, sing, and mix. Um, my name is Mike Moon, and I rap. Um, and our other member, Gons, who's not here right now, is our DJ and producer as well. And keyboardist live as well. Hell yeah. Nice. So how'd y'all meet? Um, <clears throat> so as to how we met, it's kind of interesting because it's like different for each of us, I guess. Mm-hmm. But for the majority, I would say that like we met making music, definitely. Like me and Nigel met in the studio. Excuse me, Renzo. Um, we just started working on songs like my freshman year and then mm-hmm. Mike and I were working on songs freshman year too. All three of us were like doing this. Um, then I guess like we just kept meeting more people. We met Sonny eventually like junior year. We met Alex also junior year and then Wes through Instagram. So like it's been, I mean, everybody kind of has a different story of like how each of us met. But for mm-hmm. me, like that's how I got connected to like each one of them. That's sweet. The initial group was definitely like me, Mike, and Jordan, the the people who like met each other first, and then we met Sunny, and then Alex and uh, Armin and Gons and Wes. Nice. For sure. Yeah. So uh, I want to talk about live instrumentation versus production. Uh, you know, just digital production as a whole. So when you guys perform, you guys do use live instrumentation, and I really like that. I really appreciate when a band goes out and has talent and plays with the skill that they know. Um, what are your guys' take on live instrumentation versus just putting on a beat and rapping over it? Well, definitely spices it up. Yeah. yeah. Live, live drums are really bring the energy. Yeah. Do you get more energy from live shows? or yeah, Definitely, yeah. Yes. It's like a second voice, kind of, when uh-huh. you have an instrument with you. For sure. You I also, also have, Sorry, you go ahead. You have an opportunity to, like, expand on the song or freestyle or, like, change the way that the song um, feels like during a live performance. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> I think that's one of the things we really try to focus on is, like, where our, our recorded music for streaming services and, like, uh, paper and like physical platforms versus mm-hmm. our music at live shows is like a very different experience. Like if you just know somebody who's been to a Dot Wave show, listening to the record and being in the mosh are two different, very different things. Yeah, I love that that the audience reciprocates you guys' energy, and I feel like there's a lot more energy when you do play live instruments too. It's awesome. Um, so where are you guys from, and like what kind of music did you listen to growing up? So, there's always debate about where I'm from, but I'm going to say <laughs> Charlotte because that's what most people know. But it's actually called Gastonia, North Carolina. Um, it's like right next to it. When I was growing up, 
Um, I liked a lot of different stuff than like my peers, I guess, even though it was mostly just like alternative rock based kind of music. But also my mom was like introducing me to like Kanye when I was younger and like Jay-Z. So I was kind of into hip hop as well. So I'd say like definitely N.E.R.D., probably just because it's like a combination of both of those things. Um, I like Childish Gambino a lot, too. Of course. Yeah. I'm from the Trey, Winston-Salem. Mm. Um, very, I guess, homegrown, kind of slow, hella older. Uh, I listen to a lot of soul music, a lot of church music because I grew up in church. Couldn't really listen to rap until I was 14. Mm. But when that started, you know, they were really strict I really didn't start but I, when I started it was like full-fledged it was all about some Kanye all about some outcast anything like 90s influence I was really big into I kind of missed out on a lot of like the Bush era stuff like mm. the Omarions and like the mm. people like that but it all came back around with Kendrick and yeah of course you know we all know about Childish mm-hmm. so yeah sweet uh there's a little debate about where I'm from too, but I'm gonna again go with Charlotte, North Carolina, and but I'm from Matthews, if you know where that is, outside of Charlotte. Um, and a lot of like my musical influences, I'd say one of the things that brings us all together is we have like similar tastes in music, even though we have like more eclectic little things that we like as well, like outside of just like what the like mainstream of what we all consume is. I think when I was younger, like I feel similar to Jordan, where I was like. I just felt like I didn't fit in completely based off of what I listened to. Like, I can remember the first CD my I ever got was a Bowling for Soup CD. So I was listening to, like, some alternative stuff, but also, like, a lot of hip-hop music from my older sister. Mm-hmm. My parents were similar to Sonny, where, like, they all, they only played gospel. So, like, I either would hear, like, Earth, Wind & Fire type of, like, or Michael Jackson, obviously, like, staples in people's households versus, mm-hmm. like, whatever I could, like, sneak onto my, my iPod shuffle and stuff. Um, but, like, now I feel like my tastes are more, like, more eclectic to where I like artists like MF Doom and like JPEG Mafia and stuff like that like kind of people who are in existing hip hop but like are pushing the pushing the genre forward in my eyes mm. so I like a lot of stuff like that mm. and like some electronic music as well um I'll just say I'm from California and I mostly when I was younger mostly listened to like classic rock and stuff and then just kind of moved from I'd say like the 60s through the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and kind of just listen to everything, hip-hop, rock, R&B, yeah. Well, I'm from Greensboro, 336 shit. Um, (laughs) But I moved here when I was like 10. Um, Yeah, you know, we black, so... We had to listen to gospel in the car. Yeah, we did that. But like, I was heavy. I was always changing the car to like one or two jams. If you're in Greensboro, you know what I said. Yeah, ninety-seven point nine. It went from ninety-seven point one to it went from ninety-seven point one to one or two jams. And I was just a rap head from then. I just like a lot of rap music, like mm-hmm. 90s style stuff. Yeah. But recently, I've been on that Travis and stuff. You know? Yeah. Playboy party. Uh, I'm sorry for Gons. I just want to say for him since he's not here, he's from uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina, which is near Wilmington. Yeah, he like yeah. Yeah. yeah, I figured y'all have a wide array of genres that y'all listen to, and you could definitely hear those influences in your guys' music. For sure. 
So I'm uh, pretty curious. What do y'all consider the most memorable experience of your guys' musical journey so far? That's a really good question. That's a really good question. No one's ever asked us that before. Well, I'm here. Um, the most memorable part to me is being in the studio, making Rather Dad and Nine to Five. Go get that. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Mm. I would say, yeah, like the Rather Die than Nine to Five era, I guess, is kind of when like my musical life like changed. I feel like us working on that is like when the moment came in where I was like, I've, I met people who were like locked in. They want to like make music. They want to do something like bigger than themselves. And I feel like that whole time period was something very like developmental for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite moments was the show we all hate, which is Air Phase. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you it got was... it wrong, bro. It's Air Fair. Air Fair. You know what I'm saying? Well. <laughs> but yeah, it like sucked because they were kind of just shysting us. So mm. it felt bad. And like we were basically waiting all night to perform for 30 minutes. And we were told that we were going to get that slot like hours before we even yeah. performed. So the whole thing went from like, oh my God, we're about to perform at this huge venue in Winston-Salem. Oh my God, we made it. Well, yeah. quote unquote, to like, all right, no one's really and receptive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they just kind of kicked us. <laughs> so it was a really big learning experience. One of the first times we all met like each other. Yeah. And we all like drove somewhere to do a show and we just had to learn from that show. Mm-hmm. So looking back in like, retrospect is really cool because that's like one of those moments you have a really bad outcome yeah so what do you do about it like we said never again Boom. and it hasn't yeah. happened since yeah. yeah just removing ourselves from situations that we know are like negative or toxic or yeah. where you're unwanted just right. to not even give people the opportunity to and that's what you try to do so hard yeah and when you face adversity like that it's always good to resolve conflict because you learn from it yeah and you learn more than you know what it's good to resolve it too, just to, to keep like good connections, like bi- yeah. like because we're a business. Yeah. It's that yeah. way with the media. Exactly. Media, like we really do take we take ourselves seriously as a business. So I and think I feel like it's important to do that instead of avoiding conflict. You yeah. Know, when you avoid conflict, nobody gets anything going for them. Everyone yeah. benefits once you resolve it. So yeah. that's a big thing. I think for me, the like best moment that I can remember. It would probably be one of our shows. I really like a show that we did at Emerge. It was just like, mm-hmm. we we really started off like crafting our sound and crafting our technique as performers, like starting out at like Emerge and stuff and just like small like artist venues and, and things like that. So it was really cool to me to be able to come back and bring like a 200 person crowd there and have like a show and just be like, wow, we really, know, knowing for ourselves, even beyond what people see, like the work that we put in, knowing like, wow, Two years ago, we were plotting on this, and now we actually have made it like a physical thing. Yeah. So it's really uh, gratifying. It's gotta be. Oh, got any upcoming music? Um, we do. So I actually just released um, an EP, like single type mm-hmm. thing with three songs called uh, Songs to Clap To. Interpret it however you want. <laughs> um, and the lead single off of that is Ban AR 15. Because mm. I can't cuss, but we don't do that pow pow. But uh, we made solo music too. But you made solo music though. And I'm about to drop a album called Kabuki Punk on this Thursday actually. Mm. So be on the lookout for that on all streaming platforms. Friends of Suburban. Everybody in this room is on it. So yeah. All right. Very good music. Hyping hot. Let me say this to our fans really quickly. If you like dot wave music. 
you have to like our individual music as well because literally the same ideas that go into making the dot wave collective stuff goes into making the solo music it's like each of our individual stories we're extremely passionate about it so go check that out for real kabuki mm. punk on friday um oh yeah so like yeah. i'm dropping a song <laughs> on december 5th it's called el camino it's a new single that'll be followed by a new ep which is called in in limbo it's my first time telling people about that so mm. when that comes you guys will be able to get that world premiere yeah <laughs> just remember <laughs> december we coming to take over so yeah nice I'm going to drop Gamma eventually, but <laughs> they know what it is. Yes, um, we've been working at it. EP's out, y'all stream it. Oh, we got to say 2020 going to be crazy. Yeah, it is. All yeah. of us are dropping something in 2020. There's going to be some new flavor from like each Dawei member coming out. So like, That's it's some exciting. That wave stuff. Right. Yeah. Also, yeah, new yeah. Dawei music. We're not going to slow this up either. We should have a music video in two hours. Yeah, actually, keep it rolling. Yo, keep it rolling. Nine to five videos are on the way. Don't think we forgot about that. We're making them movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, they gotta be crafted. So we really want to make sure we put in the time to give you all content that's like as high quality as it can possibly be. Yeah. But we still are keeping it DIY. Yeah, of course. Got to stay independent. Mm-hmm. That's it. So what's the move for Dot Wave in 2020? All right, so in 2020, we want to talk about this real quick. Um, there's a lot going on. Every single individual member of Dot Wave is going to be releasing music. Um, we as a group are also still going to be releasing music. There's going to be a lot of concerts. There's going to be a lot of merch. There's going to be a lot of videos. So there's a lot to look forward to in 2020. Um, I can't really speak on the group or everybody else's individual work because, you know, that's kind of still on its own thing but for myself i can say that i'm dropping a new album in may of 2020 which is called digital native so i just want to let you guys know about that one um it's going to be the follow-up to my first album which was called vacation never ends nice um yeah so that's That's 2020 for us so keep the year action packed just keep going grinding for sure and i'm gonna have actually in limbo the title track from the ep is going to be the first single from that album so it'll be on both yeah and then uh February 2020, y'all are doing the Double Barrel Benefit. Exactly. Here, hosted by WKNC. Yeah, I'm very excited to do that one. It's going to be uh, one of the few Dow Wave shows coming up in 2020, but definitely one of the ones that'll be there. Um, we're going to be playing some new music. We'll be playing some of the older stuff. Uh, probably some couple solo songs in there if we can. Yeah. Yeah, and that's definitely. something that you don't want to miss. So we, we'll sure. see everyone at King's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> King's is going to be going up that night oh, for sure. Yeah, of course. So what's the end goal for all of y'all? What what do you guys see as like the peak of your musicianship? Or do you feel like you have a peak? Do you feel like you should keep going and never settle? That's how I feel. There's no ceiling. The, the point for me, I feel like that would be a peak at least. I mean, I'm never going to stop. But like the point when somebody comes up to me and tells them that they started making music because of what I put out into the world, mm. I feel like would be like, wow. I finally have like accomplished something that like I was really trying to do for my whole life. As someone who was kind of like pushing it by himself or solo for a while mm-hmm. and to come into this family, it was like, all right, well, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want your direction to be? So I would hope that all in all, whether we're or whether we continue to grow like this in 10 years or whether we're all just like disparaging and doing whatever, that we're all at least staying consistent, continuing to put out content, that the art continues to strengthen. I would personally love if we like Wu-Tang Clan, the jump. And it's like, you know, over the course of the next decade, you get a crazy, like 
amazing album from each member and it'll be like that's a pivotal moment that's like mm. a dot wave moment so you can look back in 20 years and be like yeah dot wave was the clan and like even together or by themselves they made incredible music so i guess that'd be cool like 20 years down the road yeah you know we can all look back and be like whoa mm-hmm. i want us to end the stigma of a starving artist i want to be able the point at which i know like I don't think that we have a peak, like he said, Lil Wayne, no ceiling. But I think that when I can look at all my brothers and we're all eating and thriving and well, well invested with our finances, I think that that will be the point where I'm and it's off of our art. That's the key point is that it's we use our art to leverage this and make this revenue for ourselves. I think that's the point where I'll be satisfied. Because fuck that nine to five. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about uh, y'all two? Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. I just y'all see most of difference, it. Really. Yeah. I just want. I just want to. I just want to be able to make the music that I want to. And then people love it, and then get somebody else that position. Mm. That's it. Right? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Some awards would be nice too, but I mean, you can't please everybody. Yeah, we're not thirsty for an award, but it would be cool. Mm, yeah, nominations. Can't get caught up in that. Yeah. yeah. If we vomit like thirty, like all of us were like around thirty, and we're just like, wow, I can't believe we did this. <laughs> that's the move. That's, yeah. the move. that's right there. Yeah. yeah. That's all I need. Right? Um, I got some Lamilton hood rat questions with my friends. Love that. So uh, I'm gonna kick it off. So what's the first thing you think of when you wake up in the morning? We we. <laughs> Probably. That's oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, we didn't yeah, get the, the same for me. That's man. probably the next day. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I, I can tell you, we need the bag. Um, having fun, honestly. Yeah, yeah. having fun in class fun. right now. School too. I hate the fact that school is like on my mind when I wake mm-hmm. up. Um, but yeah, like they all said, what we, what we're focused on, I guess. Sweet. Uh, favorite pair of shoes all time. Converse Ooh. 70s. I was about to say that. Converse is. I really, Ooh. I really like the Trey Torrance or T R E Torrance, whatever that is. Sweet. Damn, Vans did some like rainbow and tan skate high, or no tie dye and tan skate highs a few years ago. Those are fire to me. I also like um, Pharrell's shoe. The what does it say? Human race. Those ones yeah. are fire to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The yellow. Cool. I'm trying to think right now. There's a. I don't even, I think it's like Rick Owens X Adidas shoe that I saw on Instagram one time. And it was like the craziest futuristic looking shoe that I can't afford right now. (laughs) I swear to you, that'd probably be what I would say. Fuck with some Chelsea boots too. Yeah. Cortez's, they can always be rocking. Yeah, those are cool. That's my personal favorite. Of course, the classic, man. You know, I like the classic black Vans too. I can't even, I'm not even trying to be a hype beast, but the Carolina Blue, um, off white, like the OG yeah. ones, they really are fired to me. I was trying to refrain from saying something. I know, like, I'm not, that's why I have my other one. I love those. But, like, it really is some heat. We all have different favorites from that collection. Y'all could work with anyone, dead mm. or alive. Who would you work with? Oh, dead or alive. That's the easy nah, one, but, like, nah, I'm, not, I'm not working with Michael. <laughs> I'm thinking. Quincy Jones on a production oh, level has to produce on something. If I'm getting vocals, Marvin, easily mm. for me. He might be on some coke though. <laughs> hey, bro, he can still sing though. That's <laughs> yeah. all I need on the record. I guess that's it for me, to be honest. 
I gotta go with the king, Prince, man. I just wanna hang out with Prince for like a day. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That'd be crazy. Yeah. Childish would be crazy, or MF, or Pharrell on production. Yeah, Pharrell. I mean, once you said dead or alive, I'm only thinking about dead now because <laughs> we always talk about the alive part. Mm-hmm. Say probably like maybe John Bonham or Max Roach. I fuck with drummers because I don't really know how to drum. Bonham? <laughs> yeah. That's sweet. What about you, Mike? Probably say if you're alive. If they're dead, I'd probably say Tupac. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be a fire collab. Yeah. One more alive. Rihanna. Yeah. I need Rihanna on some of my songs at some point. I also like a Method Man feature. That would be fun. Love a Method Rizza. Or Rizza beat. Hanging out with Rizza. Yeah. Or Rayquana. We could talk about this all day, really. Yeah. This all the time, anyways. Yeah. I got two more questions. Um. You're stuck on an island. You could only take, uh, let's say you could only take three records. What would you take? Because the Internet by Childish Gambino. <laughs> Nevermind by Nirvana. Ooh. And I can't decide between, I'm gonna sound like a Gen Zer, but I can't decide between Ego Death by the Internet or Rodeo by Travis Scott. But those are like my mm. favorite albums. Because of internet. Also add this to my people I would collab with. Stadium Arcadium by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, that's my one, bro. It's got so many hits on that. Um, And then the last one, I'd probably pick Mad Villain or maybe Veteran by JPEG. I don't know. Okay, I think I'm going to go. I said I'm older. I don't want to date myself. But Only Built for Cuban Links is like one of my favorite rap albums ever. I would always have that. Um, Jesus, Prince, 1999, whatever this deluxe version is about to come out, I'm taking that on the island. That's coming out in like two or three days, I'm serious. And then the last thing that I would get, the last album I'd probably take, mm, food. Oh yeah. And that's it. <laughs> it's easy. I'm taking so far gone. <laughs> this is a tough question. I don't know if I really want to answer it. It's hard. But I think Channel Orange would definitely have to be one of the three. Yeah, I forgot about Channel Orange. Frank or um, Maybe Flower Boy. Uh, and like Blood Zeppelin. Yeah. Or you like three too? I like three a lot. It's really good. Yeah. People sleep on three. Mm-hmm. I usually go two or one. Or four. Or four. It's always four. It's four. It's four. Yeah. I'm going to be like Jordan to be his in his year. I got to have that rodeo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, rodeo for sure. Got to keep some doom. Mm-hmm. Nah, probably take mm, food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, last one. You know, to be real, it'd probably be like y'all probably gonna think this is weird, but it'd probably be like some Chris Brown or something. <laughs> Chris Brown, you want his debut? 
I've got a it question for you. Bro. Yeah, what's what up? three records are you taking? Ooh. Yeah. Um Because the internet and then right. the Piper at the Gates of Dawn. You I think like Floyd. Pink Floyd's mm. early stuff? Um, <laughs> I Sid Barrett is my idol. <laughs> what? We yeah. need to have a talk after this. <laughs> oh, we should. I want to learn. Cause I'm, oh. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, of course. Of course. And uh the last one, it's always a toss-up. I have one record tattooed on myself, which I hold very near and dear to my heart, which is 808s and heart. Ooh, 808s is so good. That's probably a sick tattoo. Probably. I'll, I'll I love 808s and heartbreak. Uh-huh. I have another question for you, if you don't mind. Yes. I ahead. see you have Darth Vader on your laptop. Uh-huh. So I was wondering what your favorite Star Wars movie is, because we actually just got done watching episode three before we pulled up. Ooh, this is tough. I really love them all. But um, I'm going to have to go with Revenge of the Sith, Episode 3. I like seeing heroes given to their dark side. Because, you know, we all have this inherent darkness about all of us. And most of us are better at hiding it than others. So it's so refreshing to see a hero seek revenge and given fully to his dark side as Anakin does when he turns into Darth Vader. Also, it was the only Star Wars I got to see with my grandfather, and he took me to theater a couple times to see it. That one just lives in my childhood, and I have great memories watching that film. Okay. Yeah. Have you been hurt by Kanye? Have I been hurt? No, Kanye's helped me heal, actually. Even Jesus is king? (laughs) (laughs) See, I think of Kanye in a different era than I guess most people are thinking. I'm not even on the internet no more, so like... (laughs) You know, hurt my heart. I should just pretend everything everything before Pablo and Pablo is where he stopped. I'm gonna just act like he didn't make a song about Chick-fil-A, and that's the hottest (laughs) one out right now. Like, what? (laughs) That's the truth. I'll go first so you get an idea of what I'm asking. My name is Rome, and I'm fearless. My name is Joe, and I'm an innovator. My name is who, and I am thriving. My name is Renzo, and I am unapologetically black. My name is Mike, and I'm a rager. Hell yeah. My name my, is Earl. My, <laughs> my name is Gons, and I'm making that bread. Talk about it. Facts. Shout out to Gons. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Thanks, Dotway Media. All right, thank you. Thank yeah. you for having us. We'd love yes. to come do this again sometime for sure. Did y'all enjoy yourselves? Yeah, yeah exactly. we had a great time. Yeah. Cool. Really great questions. Honestly, the best questions we've ever Very had. engaging yeah. interview. Yeah. Not those like same questions we get. We coming yeah. back. Yeah. Hell yeah. For sure. <laughs> Bringing y'all back. Hell yeah. yeah. Appreciate that so one, much, guys. One more thing we want to make sure we leave y'all with. Kabuki Pump coming out Thanksgiving. Um, and Limbo coming out mid-December, El Camino, December 5th. Double Barrel Benefit. February 7th. Mm-hmm. Dotway Media mm-hmm. will be there. Kings Rally. See all that. Kings Rally. Gamma coming. Gamma coming. Gamma coming. You better be there too. This is the last venue we haven't hit yet. 2020, we on next. That's all we got to say. Right. Love you guys. Up next. Up now. On right. next. And don't forget Not to invest next. in yourself. On next. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all so much. Thank you.